Hello, and welcome to Portroid Cast, Episode 8. I'm Rick, and on this edition of the podcast, I sit down for an interview with comedian Pat Francis during the San Francisco Sketchfest. This interview took place on January 17th, 2010, and here it is. All right, I'm sitting here with uh, Pat Francis. Hello, Pat. Hello. And um, he's a frequent guest on Never Not Funny, which is a comedy podcast that I hope many of you listen to, and if you don't, you should uh, should listen and become a subscriber. Um, anyway, my, my first question for you, Pat, is for many years you were a stand-up comedian yes. uh, out of Chicago, yeah. but I, I'm not sure if you were originally from there or if, uh, how you ended up in Chicago and decided to pursue comedy. Uh, I always wanted to do... I always wanted to do comedy of some sort, and uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and New York City seemed too big, and Los Angeles seemed too far away. This is right after college. Right. So I settled in Chicago, and that was a good move, I think. Yeah. It was a nice compromise. And you kind of, a lot of the the friends you've made in comedy... Yeah. ...were were from Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. I've known Pardo for 20 years, and... Paul Gilmartin for 20 years, yeah, all the Graham Elwood for 20 years, all these people I met uh, I met in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, but you stopped performing stand-up. Um, stopped performing stand-up. Many years ago. Yeah, I moved uh, to Los Angeles in 95 and stopped doing stand-up probably around 96, because it just wasn't, just wasn't satisfying yeah. for me anymore, I don't know, I just, I like, I guess I like stuff more immediate, more just coming up with something off the top of my head yeah. and, and Preparing the material and then going out and testing out—it wasn't. Yeah, it you wasn't. Still do, you still do comedy performances? Yeah, I do performances uh, once a month at the UCB Theater. Uh, me and Jimmy have a couple of different shows that we rotate, and um, yeah, so that's that's yeah. that's the reason. So, so probably no no interest in getting back into that. No, people email me all the time, <laughs> and and uh, I'm getting ready to put a little uh, something together that people can see of my. Of my stand-up from the time, from yeah. the '80s and early '90s, so uh, I'm hoping to have that product product out this year sometime. That's all I'll say. We'll look forward to that. Then. Well, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people, as I mentioned, uh, know you as a frequent and funny guest on uh, the comedy podcast Never Not Funny. Thank you. Uh, which is hosted by your friend uh, Jimmy Pardo. Yes, you can and free on iTunes for 20 minutes. Yes, free on iTunes for 20 minutes. Or you can purchase it through uh, um, podcast.com for the full 90 minutes. Which I highly recommend. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're also a writer and producer on some uh, reality TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I've uh, written and produced on some reality shows. I haven't done too much work this past year, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, shows that are on like the Travel Channel and some things for MTV. and and uh, But they're just like... Uh, I try to do try to do reality shows that... I try to stay away from anything that I that is makes me feel icky. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done yeah, a show... there are a lot of those. <laughs> right. I did, I did like a show called Amazing Wedding Cakes and I did a show called Taste of America and, you know, I try to save my uh, my uh, my vulgar side for <laughs> my performances <laughs> and uh, I try to do something a little bit more straight up for the TV people. Yeah. Now, if you could do anything and make a living at it, what would that be? If I could do anything and make a living at it, like I just snap my fingers. Yes. Uh, so essentially, what's your passion? <laughs> you, go. My, you know what? I mean, if I, I always thought, and then I really never pursued this, 
I always thought it would be cool to be a regular on a sitcom, yeah. but not the lead person, like on The Office. Right. You know, the the surrounding, not not Michael, not Pam, yeah. and not Jim. Like a Creed. <laughs> like a Creed, like a like an like an Oscar, Oscar or certainly. Kevin, yeah. or Meredith, uh, Phyllis. Uh, a supportive that, character. Yeah. A supportive character. That I think would be really really fun. Yeah, seems like a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool job to have. And and I, I'm attracted to non. I don't know why non scripted stuff is so much fun f- for me. I don't know why because my wife's always pushing me to do something where why don't you write a one man show or why don't you do this? And I'm like. Man, I really just like to go and just let what happens happens and live and die by if it's if it's good it's good and if it's bad then we'll make fun of it being bad and we'll move on. And it's uh, kind of like never not funny podcast never where not you guys fun, yeah. just, uh, have a conversation right. really and you just riff on whatever comes up. Right. And uh, I think that works pretty well. That like, uh, like the live one we did yesterday, I, I had a little piece prepared, but you know you you know you still don't know if where it's going to work go. if that's going to work or not. Yeah. So. It was a, a funny show, and uh, that I think you guys will probably be releasing that. I think we usually I, we put those out as bonus episodes. I think Matt might be uploading it uh, tonight or tomorrow. Oh, great! So, so I'll re-listen to that yeah. as of the show. Um, and uh, one thing on Never Not Funny is you brought out a hilarious impression of Paul Stanley from Kiss. Yes. Um, and that that impression has now made its way to a series of online videos called Dear Star Child. Dear Star Child. Uh, which, which are on YouTube and also on your own website, well, my own website which is consistentjackass.com. Consistentjackass.com. Um, and, and yesterday after one of our shows, someone actually had a Paul Stanley Kiss album and had me sign it. Really? It's a little bit strange, but I did it. <laughs> Uh, is that an impression you had that you created outside of the show, or is it something that just came up on the spot during it, the podcast? It's just something that Pardo and I would do in the car, just to make yeah. us, ourselves laugh. And then one time on the podcast, I did it, and people responded to it. And so I did it a little bit more, did a little bit more, and then we did shot those the videos. Yeah. And then I haven't really uh, haven't really done it because you know you don't want to. It's overkill yeah, too. Like yesterday, like someone came up to me yesterday after the live podcast and said, "Oh, I thought you would do Paul Stanley." And I just said, look, if someone would yell it out, I would do it. Yeah. But it, unless it just comes out naturally, it's just, you know, you don't want to overkill it. Yes. Yeah, yeah but, but I, uh, think, I think I, I, I like the direction you've taken it with the videos. Yeah, you've thank done you. The, the face makeup and everything, which thank is you. just perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you and I have something in common, as, as you may know. I we're take, Facebook friends. We're Facebook friends. Okay. We take, I, I take Polaroids and have people sign That's them. right, yes, you do. Um, and... Uh, we're both willing to kind of wait around after a show to get an autograph. I am. Uh, I do the Polaroids, and you do record sleeves. I do. Um, and oftentimes, the people we're with aren't very happy to kind of hang that out. That's true. With They're us. not happy. Uh, but do you have a favorite success or failure story regarding uh, that pursuit? Yes, I have a f- my favorite failure. Well, it's not. Is it a failure? I got it signed, but it was still a disappointing yes. meet. And it was. Uh, it was James Taylor. It was. Uh, a friend of mine, Paul Gilmartin, he's a comedian. He uh, he know he knew the person who was in charge of security at the Universal Amphitheater in California. So he got me um, backstage passes. My wife and I went early. We actually got there before the show even started. James Taylor had just finished his sound check, uh, and he's walking from the stage to his dressing room. Now it's just James Taylor, me and my wife. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan. And I still am. But uh, so he walks past us, and I say, "Excuse me, James." He keeps walking. Excuse me, James. He keeps walking. Excuse me, James. He keeps walking. And right as he gets to his dressing room door, he puts his hand on the doorknob, and I say, excuse me, James, and he does one of those 
raises his shoulders up and turns around and just not happy, not not happy at all. And I just said, excuse me, James, I'm a big fan. Would you mind giving me a couple signatures? He just grabbed them out of my hand, signed, and just like pushed them back at me and never said one word. And wow. it was really disappointing. Yeah. Because I can understand if there's a lot of people around or if you had a bad shot. I don't know what. I mean, maybe he was having a bad day, but it, it, that was disappointing. Yeah. It was very disappointing. <laughs> and then... Um, and then on the flip side of that, a success was uh, just this past April at the Los Angeles, what was it called, Sports Arena, I went and saw Springsteen. So I went back by the limousines and the buses, about 20 people. We just wait and wait and wait, one by one the band comes out, everyone's coming out, everyone has come out and left, and Bruce hasn't come out yet, and some people are like, ah, he's not coming out, and in my head I'm like, he's going to come out. Yeah. And uh, finally he comes out, and we're, we say, hey Bruce, can you sign some stuff? And he's like, ah, I'm tired, I can't, I don't, you know, I'm old and I'm sick, I'm not feeling well, and I can't, and as he's saying this, he's walking towards us. Right. So he's just theatrical, playing up, and he came over, and he just signed yeah. everything. That's so great. that so that was great. Yeah. I mean, Springsteen's a pretty big get, even, yeah, absolutely. even in 2009. Yeah. So, so those are the two that come to mind, I guess. Oh, that's great. Um, and so, uh, what's next for you? I, I recently heard on, actually it was on an older episode of On the Page, which mm-hmm. is a podcast your wife. Uh, Pilar Alessandra does yes uh, about screenwriting right uh, that you and Matt Belknap were working on a script is that something that's still in the works we had a premise we had uh, an idea and we had a story meeting with my wife and she helped us bang out all the beats that's kind of where where it was left right on the podcast on her podcast then Matt started it he wrote about six or seven pages and then he what we were supposed to do is he was going to write like as much as he could and send it to me and I would write. So he sent his pages to me and then uh, I took forever to do it and I kept feeling bad and apologizing. Then finally I did my pages. I sent them to him and then he was taking forever and he felt bad and apologizing. And then we had another meeting and we both decided that we just, we just, we weren't, we, we couldn't execute the premise that we wanted to, to execute. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it's because we didn't have time, or if after the fact we we didn't believe in the premise anymore. But so unfortunately, well, that's too bad. I was hoping yeah. to. Have well, I might I might check with Matt and see if I can um, at least take the twelve pages we wrote and uh, maybe post them on my website for people yeah. to read, and then they can comment. And they can say, "Glad you didn't finish this." <laughs> or, "Oh, come on! I was yeah. laughing my ass off." So yeah, so we yeah, so truncated projects. Truncated, yeah, very truncated. Uh, anything else then coming up for you? Uh, I'm going to work on getting a, a, a stand-up DVD together of my uh, my old stand-up from, and I'm talking about when you would take a camera. I mean, back in the day, you would take a camera with you and you would record your stand-up, and in your head you would think, "Oh, I'm going to send this to Letterman, and I'm going to get on TV," which was ridiculous that you would even think that. And anytime you set your camera up for your stand-up, it wasn't always a good set. So uh, I'm thinking about putting putting that together. Yeah. And, uh, For everyone that keeps asking you to come back. <laughs> right. And then maybe they'll go, oh, okay, good. I'm glad you're not coming back. So. <laughs> All right. Um, where, where can we find out more about you? I think you're on Twitter. Uh, you're consistentjackass.com. Oh, yeah. Twitter, which, I, again, I agree with everyone. It's ridiculous. Who cares who's having a, uh, a bowl of soup or who what cereal you're having for breakfast? But um, I've been posting videos here at the Sketchfest every day, and so that actually has been a good way to say, "Hey, look, here's another video. Here's another video." Oh yeah, I saw you uh, you filming during. Uh, yeah, so Never I, Not I posted Funny. I posted like six or seven 
little videos from yeah. up here. So, and, and Facebook, sure. uh, Pat Francis, and um, Twitter, it's Pat, I think, underscore Francis. And then consistentjackass.com. So, yeah. And then yeah. on there, you've you've got an also a new a series you started, which is a celebrity meets a jackass. Celebrity meets a jackass. I uh, I've done one with Paul Tompkins. I've done one with John Hamm. And then there's some that haven't haven't gone up yet that I yeah we'll that I have yeah. Time. So all right. Well, that's it. Uh, thank Thanks, you very Rick. much, Pat. It was great. This uh, was fun in the lobby of the uh, club quarters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Look, we're shaking hands. Can you see yes, it? Yes, you can probably see that. All right. Thank you very okay, much. Thanks Pat. so much. Well, that was my interview with the very funny Pat Francis. To learn more about his projects and to see some of his videos, visit his website, consistentjackass.com. Pat also frequently appears on stage at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, so keep your eyes out for shows there. Um, I'd also like to thank Pat again for taking the time to meet with me while in San Francisco at Sketchfest. And until next time, this is Rick saying goodbye forever. <laughs>